Hi everyone, it's Nahama Sederson here, and I hope you don't mind the black sky behind me. <laughs> anyway, we're in Parsha's Kisisa, and it's a pretty complicated timeline that goes on in this week's Parsha, but pretty much the main event that happens is the tragic story of the Chaita Egel, the golden calf. The Jews got the Torah a few weeks ago in Parsha's Yisro, if you remember, and Moshe went up to Har Sinai to learn Torah with Hashem. And in the meantime, the Jews were at the bottom of the mountain. And after the 40 days are getting to an end, they start really worrying about where their leader is. And they think that he's gone and they end up creating this golden calf as an intermediary between them, them and God because they think they don't have a leader anymore. And it really is a form of idol worship, a terrible, terrible sin. And Moshe is on top of Harsina and Hashem tells him, your nation has created a golden calf. And Moshe still goes ahead and brings the God-made luchos, the tablets, down to give them to the Jews. But when he reaches the bottom of the mountain and he sees that the Jews are dancing around the Egel, the golden calf, he throws them to the ground and smashes them. Rabbi Yaakov Kavadetsky asks a very interesting question. Moshe already knew when he was on top of Harsinai that this was happening. So why did he only, why did he even bring them down and why did he only smash them when he got to the bottom? So he explains that while Moshe heard about it from Hashem, he didn't see it himself, he gave his nation the benefit of the doubt. He thought, oh, my nation has been without a leader for 40 days. They must be so scared. They must have felt like they had no other choice. And he, he really judged them favorably. But when he got to the bottom of the mountain, he saw them dancing joyously around the golden calf. And he realized they're doing this with happiness and zest. And, and he realized it's become part of them. They're happy to do it. And that was when he realized there is no justification for this. And he smashes the luchos. When we do something with joy, it becomes part of us. And that is why when we learn Torah and we're happy to learn Torah, the Torah can really go inside of us. See, the body likes pleasurable things, right? So when the mind perceives, hey, this is really enjoyable, then the body is more willing to accept it. And we are, it really becomes part of you. That's actually why one of the 48 ways to acquire Torah, says Perkeavos, is to learn with joy, right? And, I mean, we can feel this. We can feel the difference between something that we do with joy and with not, without. It's the month of Adar, the month of joy, right? Perm passed, but it still has that special, special um, spiritual, you know, power of joy in the air. And this is something really important to focus on. When we do something with with joy, a mitzvah with joy, we get a thousand times more reward than if we do it without joy. Same action. It's just a matter of whether or not you did it with happiness. It's pretty powerful. Let us utilize this month of Adar and take the message from the Egel Hazav. They did it the wrong way, right? Let's do it the right way. Let's do our mitzvahs with enjoyment and with pleasure and happiness and build that connection. Let it really become a part of us. Have a wonderful Shabbos.